Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast that goes through the whole Bible in a year. We follow along with the weekly Torah portions and read daily from the Torah, the prophets, the writings, and the apostles. If you want to learn more about the podcast or connect with us online, find us at dailybreadmoms.com. There you'll find information about the journal. Um, that's the Bible reading plan that we use, um, which Bible translation we use, and how to contact us. You'll also see information about how you can support the podcast by becoming a patron and how we can connect with you more. We've got some new things for our sweet patrons and are excited to let you hear from us in more ways beyond the daily Bible readings. So find us at dailybreadmoms.com. We look forward to connecting with you. Let's get to our podcast episode for today. Shalom, this is Harriet and I will be your reader today. And today we have a new week with Sunday the 24th of December or the 12th of Tevet on the Hebrew calendar. Today in history, the prophet Ezekiel receives one in a series of seven prophecies, nearly all dated against Egypt, Ezekiel chapters 29 through 32. Quote, in the tenth year, in the tenth month, on the twelfth of the month, the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, set your face against Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and prophesy against him and against all Egypt. This new week we are in a new parasha, and it's called Vayechi, and that means he lived. And the scripture reading from the Torah today is Genesis, or Bereshit, chapter 47, verse 28, through chapter 48 and verse 9. Now, please join me in blessing the Lord and thanking Him for giving us His Word before we start reading the Scriptures. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples through His Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. So let's start in Genesis 47. Now Yaakov lived in the land of Mitzrayim for 17 years. So the days of Yaakov, the years of his life, were 147 years. As the time of Israel's death drew near, he called for his son Yosef and said to him, If I have found favor in your eyes, Please put your hand under my thigh and show me faithful kindness. Please do not bury me in Mitzrayim. When I lie down with my fathers, you must carry me out of Mitzrayim and bury me in their burial place. So he said, I myself will do according to your word. Swear to me, he said. So he swore to him. Then Israel bowed down in worship on the head of his staff. After these things, someone told Yosef, Behold, your father is sick. So he took his two sons, Manasseh and Ephraim, with him. When someone told Yaakov, saying, Behold, your son Yosef has come to you, Israel summoned his strength and sat up in the bed. Then Yaakov said to Yosef, 
El Shaddai appeared to me in Luz, in the land of Canaan, and blessed me. He said to me, I am going to make you fruitful and multiply you and turn you into an assembly of peoples, and I will give this land to your seed after you as an everlasting possession. So now, your two sons who were born to you in the land of Mitzrayim, before I came to you in Mitzrayim, they are mine. Ephraim and Manasseh will be mine, just like Ruven and Shimon. Any descendant of yours whom you father after them will be yours. They will be identified by the names of their brothers for their inheritance. Now as for me, when I came from Padan, to my sorrow Rachel died along the way in the land of Canaan, while we were still a distance from entering Ephrat. And I buried her there on the way to Ephrat, that is Bethlehem. Then Israel saw Yosef's sons and said, Who are these? Yosef said to his father, They are my sons whom God has given me here. Then he said, Please bring them to me so I may bless them. That was Genesis 47, 28 through 48, 9. Next comes our portion of scriptures from the prophets. And today we will read 1 Samuel chapter 30. Now it came to pass when David and his men returned to Ziklag on the third day that the Amalekites had made a raid on the Negev and on Ziklag and had attacked Ziklag and burnt it with fire, taken the women in it captive, young and old, without killing anyone, but carried them off as they went their way. So when David and his men came to the town, behold, it was burnt with fire, and their wives, their sons, and their daughters had been taken captives. Then David and the troops with him lifted up their voice and wept until there were no more strength in them to weep. Even David's two wives were taken captive, Ahinoam of Jezreel and Avigail of Carmel, Naval's widow. So David was in a serious bind, for the troops were calling for his stoning, for all the troops were bitter of soul, every man for his sons and his daughters. But David strengthened himself in the Lord his God. Then David said to Aviatar the Kohen, son of Ahimelech, Please bring me the ephod. So Aviatar brought the ephod to David. David inquired of the Lord, saying, Should I pursue after this raiding band? Shall I overtake them? He answered him, Pursue, for you will surely overtake and you will surely rescue. So David went, he and the six hundred men with him, and came to the Wadi Besor, where those left behind remained. For two hundred men stayed behind, because they were too exhausted to cross the Wadi Besor. Yet David pursued, he and the other four hundred men. Then they found an Egyptian in the open field, and brought him to David, gave him bread to eat, and water to drink. And they also gave him a piece of fig cake and two cakes of raisins. When he had eaten, his spirit came back to him, for he had eaten no bread and drank no water for three days and three nights. 
Then David asked him, To whom do you belong? Where are you from? I am a young Egyptian, the slave of an Amalekite, he said. My master abandoned me three days ago because I fell sick. We made a raid in the Negev of the Cherethites and on Yehuda, and on the Negev of Kalev. Also we burned Siklag with fire. Then David asked him, Will you lead me to this raiding band? Swear to me by God that you won't kill me or deliver me into my master's hands, he said, and I will lead you to this marauding band. So he led him down, and behold, they were scattered over all the area, eating, drinking, and feasting, because of all the great spoil they had taken from the land of the Philistines and from the land of Yehuda. David attacked them from the twilight until the evening of the next day. None of them escaped, except four hundred young men who rode on camels and fled. So David recovered all that the Amalekites had taken and rescued his two wives. There was nothing of theirs missing, whether young or old, sons or daughters, spoils or anything else that had been carried off. David recovered everything. David took all the flocks and the herd that they had driven ahead of the other cattle. So they said, This is David's spoil. When David reached the two hundred men, who had been too exhausted to follow David and were left at Wadi Besor, they came out to meet David and to meet the men with him. So David approached these people and greeted them. But all the wicked men and worthless fellows among those who accompanied David said, Because they did not accompany us, we shouldn't give them any of the spoil that we recovered, except every man take his wife and his children and leave. You must not do so, my brothers, with what the Lord has given us, David said. It is he who has protected us and gave into our hands the raiding band that attacked us. Who would listen to you in this matter? The share of him who went down to the battle is to be the same as that of him who remained by the baggage. They will share alike. So it has been from that day forward. He made it a statue and an ordinance for Israel to this day. When David arrived at Ziklag, he sent some of the spoil to the elders of Yehuda, to his friend, saying, Look, a blessing for you from the spoil of the enemies of the Lord. To those in Bethel, Ramot Negev, Yatir, Aroer, Sifmot, Eshtemoa, Rakal, to those in the towns of Yaharmalite, to those in the towns of the Kenites, Chorma, Borashan, Atchach, Hebron, and to all the places where David and his men had roamed. That was First Samuel or Shmuel, chapter 30. Now we have our portion from the writings, and we will read Psalm or Tehillim 68. For the music director, a psalm of David, a song. Let God arise, let his enemies be scattered, let those who hate him flee before him. As smoke is blown away, May you blow them away. As wax melts before the fire, may the wicked perish before God. But let the righteous be glad. Let them exalt before God.
Let them rejoice with gladness. Sing to God, sing praises to his name. Prepare the road for him who rides through the deserts, whose name is the Lord, and rejoice before him. A father of orphans, defender of widows, is God in his holy dwelling. God settles the lonely in a home. He leads prisoners out to prosperity, but the rebellious live in a parched land. O oh God, when you went out before your people, when you marched through the desert, Selah, the earth shook, the heavens rained, at the presence of God, the one of Sinai, at the presence of God, God of Israel. You pour down abundant rain, O oh God, you sustained your weary inheritance. Your community settled in it. In your goodness, O God, you provided for the poor. The Lord gives the word. A great company of women proclaims the good news. Kings of armies flee, flee. She who stays at home divides the spoil. When you lie among the campfires, wings of a dove were covered with silver and her feathers with shimmering gold. When Shaddai scattered kings there, it was snowing on Zalmon. Mount Bashan is a mountain of God. Mount Bashan is a mountain of peaks. Why do you gaze with envy, you mountain peaks, at the mountain God desired for his dwelling? Yes, the Lord will dwell there forever. The chariots of God are thousands and thousands. My Lord is among them, as at Sinai, in holiness. You went up on high. You led captivity captive. You received gifts from humanity, even from the rebellious, so that God might dwell there. Blessed be my Lord. Day by day he bears our burdens, the God of our salvation, Selah. God is for us, a God of deliverance. The Lord, my Lord, has escaped from death. Surely God crushes the head of his foes, the hairy scalp of one walking in his guilt. My Lord said, I will bring them back from Bashan. I will bring them back from the depths of the sea. So your foot may wade in blood, and your dog's tongue may have their share of your enemy's blood. They have seen your process processions, O God, the processions of my God, my King, into the sanctuary. The singers go before, the musicians last, between maidens beating tambourines. Bless God in the congregations, Lord, from the fountain of Israel. There Benjamin, the youngest, is leading them. There the throng of Yehuda's princes, they are the princes of Zvolun. They are the princes of Naphtali. Your God commanded your strength. Strengthen, O God, you who have acted for us. From your temple above Jerusalem, kings bring you tribute. Rebuke the beast of the reeds, the herd of bulls with the calves, peoples trampling down pieces of silver. He has scattered the peoples who delight in war. Nobles come from Mitzrayim. Cush runs to stretch her hands to God. Sing to God, kingdoms of the earth. Sing praises to the Lord, Selah. To him who rides upon the ancient heavens of heavens. Look, 
he utters his voice, a mighty voice, ascribes strength to God, his majesty is over Israel, and his strength is in the skies. O oh God, you are awesome from your holy places. The God of Israel gives strength and power to the people. Blessed be God. That was Psalm 68. And now our final portion for today from the Apostolic Writings. We will lead, read Luke chapter 1, verse 57 through 80. Upon Elisheva's full term to deliver, she gave birth to a son. Her neighbors and relatives heard how the Lord had shown her his great mercy, and they began to rejoice with her. Now on the eighth day, they came to circumcise the child, and they kept trying to call him by his father's name, Zechariah. But his mother declared, No, he will be called Yohanan. But they said to her, No one among your relatives is called by this name. So they began making signs to his father as to what he wanted him named. Asking for a small tablet, he wrote, Yohanan is his name. They were all astonished, and his mouth was immediately unlocked as well as his tongue, and then began to speak, praising God. Fear came on all those who lived around them, and all these matters were talked about throughout the hill country of Yehuda. Everyone who heard pondered these things in their hearts, saying, What then will this child become? For the hand of the Lord was on him. His father Zechariah was filled with the Ruach HaKodesh and prophesied, saying, Blessed be the Lord, God of Israel, for he has looked after his people and brought them redemption. He has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David, just as he spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets from ages past, salvation from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us. So he shows mercy to our fathers and remembers his holy covenant, the vow which he swore to Abraham, our father, to grant us, rescued fearlessly from the hand of our enemies, to serve him in holiness and righteousness before him all our days. And you, child, will be called a prophet of Elion, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation to his people through removal of their sins, through our God's heart of mercy, the sunrise from on high will come upon us to give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet in the way of shalom. And the child kept growing and became strong in spirit, and he lived in the wilderness until the day of his public appearance to Israel. That was Luke 1, 57 through 80. Now, if you are reading through the apostolic writings twice this year or this cycle, you would also read 2 Corinthians chapter 9 today. This has been Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. I pray you have a Shavua Tov, a blessed new week. 
and that you have been blessed by the word of God that you've been listening to. For now, Shalom from Israel. Until next time.